Here's what's coming up on today's show. How do you know how to invest if you don't have a detailed, I mean really detailed plan of efficiency, both tax-wise and lifestyle? It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. I'm Ben Schrock and joining me for part two is our Chief Investment Officer, Keith Lockwood. Keith, welcome back. Thank you. All righty. So first episode, we kind of wrapped up 2023, talked a little bit about the this, the back half and, and the, the nice little rally we had in uh, you know November, December. And um, today we're going to talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to in 2024. Again, as we record this, it is Friday, December 22nd. So we have not yet turned into the new year yet, but um, it is right around the corner. So things that we're starting to look at as we wrap up this year. And, you know, 2024 is a big year, Keith, in many ways. It's an election year. Um, so there could be some changes there or there will be changes most likely in some way, shape or form politically. And again, we're coming off of a, you know, all things considered, a, a pretty darn good year in the market. So what are you looking forward to um, as, as we turn into the new year? Well, in the short term, you know, like we mentioned last time, there's every, the market's overbought right now. I mean, we've had a huge run up um, here in the last two months, which that's not really sustainable. So the first quarter, you're probably going to see a, a, a pullback. But, yeah. you know, pullbacks are normal. And I, I define a pullback real quick. I mean, from a percentage wise, so everyone knows because there's yeah. pullback corrections. You know, yeah, five percent <laughs> usually. I mean, is a normal pullback. You get, you know, pushing the twenty, and then that's when you kind of might get concerned. But um, like in any given year, a normal decline is thirteen percent. Yeah. Like even when markets are year intra year, even yeah. when markets are up twenty to thirty percent. Like a normal decline is thirteen percent mm-hmm. during the year at any one point, right? That goes back to my you know argument all the time where people don't understand risk. Yeah, right. You know they're fine when they're C pluses, but the first sign of red, they're like, "I'm not risky." <laughs> well, okay. Um, so I think there are going to be opportunities, you know, in the first quarter mm-hmm. to to get some good companies that. I mean, in all honesty, need to pull back, yeah. right? There's not a lot of buying opportunity right now um, just p- from the run-up that we've had, right? Yeah. And you got some companies, you know, one specifically that just reported, you know, pretty pessimistic, you know, estimates, you know, with FedEx and, and who is a, you know, bellwether that, that kind of gives us a pretty good gauge as to what they, the economy is doing, they right? They do, you know, FedEx, UPS, the, the you know, the rails mm-hmm. uh, give us a pretty good idea of what, you know, may be ahead for the economy. Now, there's some other stuff going was, on there. but Yeah, I was going to say, was yeah. there, you know, too real, too, too opportunistic, you know, on their numbers and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And then, but then you have Micron, which is a semiconductor company, which actually is a, Non AI mm-hmm. semiconductor company that just blew away earnings. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, they're like hard wire chips, like for mainframes and so on and so forth. So, you know, there, there, there's going to be those. I think it, it again, it's going to be another year of a stock pickers, yeah. you know, market. Um, you know, and where's the opportunity? Like, you know, and we talked last time how 
oil is down, you know, energy yeah. companies, they're, if you look at, you know, your old fundamental analysis of PE and PEG and, you know, those, they're, they're completely undervalued mm-hmm. now. They're also connected to a commodity, right. which has a whole different, you know, throws a whole different spin on things. But, you know, you're looking at companies that pay three, four, five percent dividends. Um, yep. And that's the other thing, right? Where are interest rates going? You know, they're going down. Eventually. You know, the Fed said they're going to cut three times. Market mm-hmm. says they're going to cut six times in 2024, right? So the people sitting in money market accounts or CDs or whatever, getting yeah. 5%, that's done. Days are over. Right? right? So now where's the opportunity? The opportunity is in those high-paying dividend stocks because, you know, in 2023 – you didn't need them because mm-hmm. I was getting it elsewhere. Right. Well, that's not going to be the case anymore, right? Yeah. 2024, that's going to go down. And then, you know, you, you, for me, it's people have a misunderstanding of that. Well, my money market account, I'm getting 5%. Yeah. Well, you're not getting 5% for the year. It's a seven day yield. Right. Yeah. Right. You're right. You got mm-hmm. and then divide that by 365 right. and the, you're getting, you know, point whatever that day Yeah. where, six to nine months from now you're not getting five anymore no. you know you might get three and a half right maybe four right so that's there's a misconception there yeah. of here's where well i'm good i'm getting that full number mm-hmm. but that also shows the opportunity and also you gotta look how much cash is on the sidelines right. because of that in, in money markets and people went out and bought cd i mean you name it that money was exiting out of your checking savings account or even out of the market into these alternative safe monies like money market CDs and bank products, right? right? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we talk about our distribution rate and people are like, well, I can get that in a money market, right? Well, now, 2023, yeah, but probably not moving forward. So you're right, there is a huge amount of cash on the sidelines. Now, where does that get deployed? Right. That, you know, does it get deployed into stocks or does it get deployed into you know bonds, bonds which are which buy. are a good opportunity you know at least for now mm-hmm. um and you know if if historically we go back you know the i am you know i still say two percent is highly aggressive on the inflation as far as their mandate yeah you know three three and a half is what it's always been as far as history tells us well and we're there now right i mean yeah. so so if we can sit there and get, and the 10-year usually trades, you know, about a point above, mm-hmm. you know, the whatever inflation is. So, you know, if you can get four, four and a half versus 20, you know, go back three years, you're getting nothing. Yeah. You know, so where does that cash get deployed to? That's just, that's the question mark of does it go into bonds or does it go into equities? Yeah. That's a great question, you know, and, and you know, not one that, that many people can answer right now or you know from a management standpoint you know typically that's when people jump into the market the people that do it themselves is when everything's up and up and and everything's rising markets at all-time highs it makes sense oh we've had this good run well now it's time to buy and that's when the consumer usually gets it wrong yeah yeah, and that that's usually the time to sell Mm -hmm. (laughs) right so it's you know i'm not as probably opportunistic i guess maybe is the word um I'm a math guy, sorry, um, to where 2024 might not be the greatest year, mm-hmm. right? I think the price cuts or interest rate cuts are being priced in already. Yeah. 
You know, I don't think it's going to be like, uh, you know, Black Swan event or a terrible year. I just don't think it's going to be the 20%. Yeah, right, knock on wood. <laughs> um, I just don't think it's going to be the 20% yeah. that we've seen here in the last three out of the last four years. You know, I think it's going to be interesting that first Fed rate cut to see what the, the CPI data does. Because, you know, it, I think Powell's approach this whole time, and, and really all the Fed governors for this whole time has been, you know, pretty aggressive with these rate hikes and, and taming inflation. So if we happen to drop rates or decrease, you know, decrease the interest rates and, and we see a little uptick in inflation, how are they going to react? You know, and, and I don't think that's something the markets can price in or, you know, have for that matter. As you mentioned last time, markets are pricing in six next year. And so what, you know, is that one of those extreme volatility or volatile moments that we might see in 2024? Yeah. Uh, you know, that on top and then how does the consumer hold up? Yeah. Right. Usually you are cutting rates because you need to get the economy Stimulate, yeah. stimulated. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, does that mean the consumer is not doing as well? Yeah. Right. I mean, they, their, the, their own prediction is um, unemployment is going to go up on a 10 percent rate. Right. Yeah. Which people say, well, three, eight, uh, four, one is not a lot. That's a 10 percent increase. Yeah. You know, so well, just under 10 percent. You know, and is that is it going to maybe not go four one? Maybe it's four two, four three, four four five, right? right. Um, so, does the consumer still hold up? You know, and under those question. conditions, I, now you know lowering I, rates helps businesses, right? You know, yeah. especially small businesses, they can get money at a, at a cheaper rate. Um, so there, there are there. It's a lot of unknowns that come with the rate cuts but i think you're going to see the, some some people that continue to buy homes in the you know six seven percent interest rate because at least around here it really didn't it slowed down a little bit but people still are financing building everywhere you go you still see it but if an unemployment we see an uptick in there i think we could start seeing a little bit of some housing issues with people the affordability of those homes that they got into those at those higher interest rates unless they can are able to refinance out of those if rates do come down but there could be some soft spots, Keith, in my opinion, in that in that real estate, whether it be commercial or, or residential. I don't I don't see like an 08 type <clears throat> housing market crash, but I, I do I could see some issues with, with the affordabilities as we see unemployment rise, or if we yeah. see unemployment rise. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you know, the playing devil's advocate a little bit. The only thing is maybe that brings some supply, yeah, to the market. You know, right sure. now that's probably the biggest issue besides interest rates being what they are. Um, is there's really, no, no. there's no no supply right. still, and with rates coming down, I mean people right now, right? I'm in at three and a half. I'm not selling. Right. Right. I'm not. My mortgage is <laughs> three two five. I'm not selling. Right. Because mm -hmm. if I buy something, I'm doubling my yeah. Or they'll, my, go, my they'll rent their house out and yeah. you know yeah absolutely. So maybe with rates coming back down, that'll help with the sure. the foreclosures where people got in over their head at you know, seven, eight percent. Well, and the banks aren't, you know, newsflash banks aren't taking the hit that PMI that they yeah. slap on those properties that people don't have 20% equity. And they're not, they're not going to, they're going to cash in on those. They're not going to take the hit like they did in the way they got a lot smarter. Right. Um, after the, the housing crisis. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's how it will affect the overall economy, yeah. I guess. Right. You know, and will it have a substantial effect? Yeah. It, it's more, I guess with the consumer is their spending. Yeah. Right. Will they stop spending as much? They already have towards the end of this year, even though Christmas spending is 
<laughs> record highs. It's better than it was last year. So, um, you know, so there, there are some unknowns that, you know, if you're cutting rates, you're usually cutting rates for a reason. It's usually not a good economic reason. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to get short-term bond rates down, the only way that's going to happen is to cut rates. rates that, that, right. that's, it, you're still going to have an inverted curve until the Fed cuts rates. Mm-hmm. The market's not going to do that for you. Um, you Especially know, with inflation coming down, it's, right. it's not going yeah. to happen. So it, it, there's some unknowns. I mean, you mentioned the you know election, which there's always volatility in election yeah. years. Yeah. And, and, you know, we um, we usually do a talk about it. We'll probably talk about it at a halftime report next year. Doesn't matter, folks. Yeah. <laughs> right, left, <laughs> right, middle, left, middle. It, Congress, it doesn't matter. The returns are all very, within like a half a percentage yep. point of each other. So um, you probably would actually be really surprised at what the highest is. So yeah. the, the market just wants to know what's happening. Yeah. That's it. So uh, it doesn't like unknowns, but when you have the knowns, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, where, where you're at in the aisle, or if you're not on the aisle at all, yep. it, it doesn't matter. So, so as you as we look into 2024, do you see any like soft spots within the economy? Um, any weaknesses that that we got we got to try to keep an eye on, or anything like that? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I would those high flying tech names, yeah, right, may have some pullback. I mean, they're they're pretty. F- far ahead of themselves mm-hmm. and you know there's the whole ai question going on and how far does that go right yeah. you know the the guy who started it was ousted because and and you know elon musk liking hating whatever like it's all about humanity yeah <laughs> i mean that's like robots taking over <laughs> The, the world, which, stuff. right, it's, if, if you don't know, look into it. Um, I mean, that's why the guy who started AI was, was ousted. Yeah. Because he kind of didn't care yeah. when a couple of the other people who helped him, the executives did. So, um, so I, I think there's some pullback there. I mean, I would look at opportunities, you know, take 2023, look at the ones, the, the sectors that didn't perform. Mm-hmm. Um and those, you know, probably, I mean, Dogs of the Dow is a popular yeah. um, type thing where you'd look at the high dividend payers and that didn't perform. And I, th- I think the high dividend payers will have a good year with interest rates coming down. Value, yeah, because, yeah, you, you know, you're going you're gonna to want that yield from somewhere. So somewhere like stuff, boring stuff like utilities, yep. energy. Stuff we love. Yeah, consumer staple, you yeah. know. I think probably leads healthcare mm-hmm. uh, to a certain point. You know, you got some political stuff that goes on there as well. Sure. As far as trying to abate cost, but um, that those are, I think, where the opportunity falls in 2024. Yeah. So just be selective and and you know be careful where you're deploying money. Yeah. Making smart decisions. I mean, I sense. still think we end up. Yeah. I still think we end up around five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I heard. Uh, I think there's. They pulled four analysts. Your, I think your buddy uh, Tom Lee was. Tommy Lee's pretty bullish for 52, next year. <laughs> yeah, fifty-two, fifty-two, almost. He wasn't the most. Someone had fifty-four hundred. Yeah, that's, I forget his um, name, but yeah. I hope, hope I'm wrong again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll tell. You, we'll rub it in next yeah, year. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wouldn't mind another, uh, what, 15%, yeah. 20% increase. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't see um, reason why. And like you said, there's going to be heightened volatility around election time just because of the uncertainty of who's going to be in there. Um, but once once that's finalized, that you know, we should we could see another rally like we are like we have today, right? right. Yep. I mean, that, and will seasonality play a part in it because that plays a part as well around the election. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, that's kind of. I think we'll see some more volatility next year than you saw this year. Sure. Yeah. And I don't think you'll see as many high flyers. Uh, yeah. But but like always, you'll have opportunities and. You know, you're never going to catch the bottom, but yep. catching a little bit of the bottom when going in is better than not. Yep. So, yeah, and staying disciplined, and and, and like anything, it, it all revolves around staying disciplined to the plan that you are investing for, right? It, it, all this doesn't matter if if you're spending more than you can bring in the door through dividends and interest, or you're, you're stretching yourself too thin. Whatever you're doing can have an impact. So, making sure that you're still spending responsibly in retirement staying within the those means that your portfolio is generating from from an income standpoint yeah, like like we always say i mean and me and like i'm the biggest proponent of this i'm the least important person in the room right mm-hmm. like how do you have how do you know how to invest if you don't have a detailed i mean really detailed right. plan of efficiency both tax wise and lifestyle yeah. right i mean that that's <laughs> kind of Backwards. I must have a bad word. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of backwards there, right? So, um, you know, so that, I mean, that's where that's the starting point. Absolutely. And then figure out the investment around that. Yep. And then it really doesn't really, I mean, it does matter what the market does, don't get me wrong, but um, if you stay disciplined to those, as our clients have seen throughout those years, you know, during the 2020, during 2022, they're still able to get their income through in the form of dividends and interest and that really change their lifestyle. And then they have good years like this to recover from those a little bit of market fluctuations. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you. The, the plan is, is, you know, priority number one. And then those investments, their job is to make that plan successful. Yep. So supplement all that. <clears throat> yep. Well, Keith, that's a good time to, to wrap things up. And uh, if you have questions about your plan or questions for, Anyone about about uh, any of the topics that we discussed today, you can always reach us at 330-473-1060, or you can check us out online at www.bashrock-fg.com. Keith, um, you know, here we are at year end. Uh, wishing you happy New Year's, and, and uh, we're going to have a good 2024, I hope, and um, maybe we, we hit that 5,400 number like, they're, <laughs> yeah, right. like the one analyst is saying. I hope. Uh, Fingers yeah. crossed. Thank you. Happy holidays, everybody, and look forward to 2024. Thanks. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer 
offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.